A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Welcome to the Born Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by top London Japan enthusiast, Man. Mr. Pete Donaldson. Pete, how you doing? Yeah, all right. What's going on, like? <laughs> the indecipherable accent of Hartlepool. Someone's just added me on Twitter. <gasps> Get this. Game developer and computer science graduate. My hobbies, I love to write and play games. I'm currently learning Japanese, Mandarin Chinese, piano and some Muay Thai. He sounds better than all of us combined. He sounds very, uh, I would call that very um, ambitious. Whenever I hear about your Twitter, I get a little bit sad, depressed and angry. Because Why? you are Twitter verified and I'm not. I can't get Instagram verified though, can I? Ha! Good. Unbelievable. Are you Instagram verified? No. Ah, look at yours. <laughs> Double up yours. We're I'm both rubbish. in the gutter staring at the stars. We're nothing. Scumbags, aren't we? Yeah, Absolute yeah. scumbags. Until I get verified, I'm nothing. No. Without you, I'm nothing. What was that? Well, placebo? Was that a band? By, was it by placebo? Anyway, how are you, Chris? You right? I'm good. I'm rather good. You sound a bit not good. It's no, worry. the coffee's run out. <laughs> um, today, yes, justice. I justice. We don't delicious. often dedicate these podcasts to certain topics, but I feel there's one that's been quite pervasive, quite you know, one that's dominated headlines not only in Japan but also around the world recently. Yeah, uh, and that is Carlos Ghosn, <laughs> the gomster. Carlos Ghosn. <laughs> he is a man on the run. I in Lebanon. It. Yes. Yes. Um, now, Japan's justice system has been under scrutiny for many years. The way it's kind of, it's often referred to as um, being a hostage justice system. Hitojichi Shicho. No, mm. sorry. Hito, it's quite hard to pronounce. Hitoji. I can't pronounce Hitoji. it. It's a, you know, it's a bit of a tongue twister. Mm. Hitojichi Shiho. It means right. hostage justice. Okay. Um, because in Japan... Suspects can be t- detained up to 23 days before indictment. Um, that's bad, isn't it? That's, and often that's what will happen is you'll be detained for 23 days, you'll walk out of the jail, out of the police station, and then mm. they'll rearrest you straight away for something else, and you'll back in and do it all over again. Right. Until they get a confession out of you. It's a little bit dodgy. It is the. I remember when I first moved to Japan, I didn't know anything about this. I read about it, I learned about it. I was scared. Mm. Now, I'm not someone who breaks the law. Yeah, uh, really? I'm trying to think if I no, I haven't. You ever broken the law? I haven't broken the law. You literally, you got a ticket, parking ticket when I was because there. of you. Yeah. All right. I <laughs> I, got, I broke the law once because I went five kilometers over the speed limit because Pete Donaldson was talking loudly in the car. Um, and I was driving and I got arrested. No, I didn't get arrested. Bad boy. Such a just bad got a boy. Ticket. What a bad boy! That's not breaking the law. That's just. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, bit of fun in it. I'm all right. 
Um, <laughs> Carlos Ghosn. We're going to talk about him today, what he's done. Because mm. it is a story of corruption, money, power, cars, and daring escapes. Sex? And Lebanon. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it's a remarkable story. You know, it's better than most films that I've seen recently, mm. including S- Star Wars Rise of Disappointment. If there uh, is a, a situation or a scene that could possibly be written where a man reportedly escapes a house <laughs> in a music box, <laughs> I am yet to hear it, and I'm excited by it. Yeah, I mean, by the time this podcast comes out, I think it's a Wednesday or Thursday, actually, mm. Carlos Ghosn is doing a press release talking about what happened and how he escaped. And mm. there's, I think we, we kind of know how, now how he did it. Um, but today we want to talk about his history, what he did, why he was in prison, and then his escape, because it is an incredible story. We've, we've turned into a true crime podcast. A true crime the podcast. <laughs> Carlos Ghosn. Uh, I, for some reason, whenever I say Carlos Ghosn, I think of Scones. Right. It's Carlos Ghosn. Ghosn. I think uh, now Carlos Ghosn has escaped Japan and the justice system, he can get on with making the Scones we deserve. Gone, baby, gone. Carlos Ghosn. Mm. But anyway, Carlos Ghosn aside, who is Carlos Ghosn? Once upon a time, there was a French family that moved to Brazil. Right. And they gave birth to Carlos Ghosn. And he's got quite a complex history. Right. Brazilian, French, Lebanese, he's had it all. Mm. But he was born in Brazil, and the first job he had was for Michelin Tire Company, the se- the world's second largest tire company after Bridgestone, Japanese company. Uh, Michelin Tires in France. He was famous for turning companies around, and he did it. First off, he turned around Michelin. He was the CEO, the Chief uh, Operations Officer of Michelin's South American Operations by the age of 30. Right. One year older than I am now. He's the Sam Allardyce of, uh, <laughs> if you know football. I don't know what that is. He, 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 he helps teams avoid relegation but can't really do much else. Brilliant. Mm. Well, Carlos Ghosn did that, but in South America for Michelin. He turned the operations around in the 90s, brought the company back from the brink. Uh, In 1990, uh, he became the CEO of Michelin's entire North American operations, turned that around. In 1996, he joined Renault, the French car company. Mm. Uh, And in 1999, Renault bought a 36% stake in Nissan, the Japanese car giant. Um, At the time, Nissan was on its way out, actually. The car company was looking pretty bad. It was like Nissan was at death's door, effectively. It had been run into the ground poorly. Um, but he became president and CEO in 2001, and that is the bit where his legendary kind of status kicked off. Where right. He became this legend. Um, in the early 2000s, when he took on this position, Nissan was at death's door. Had $20 billion of debt. Only three of its 46 car models were turning a profit. And everyone right. said that it was impossible to save the company. It had kind of this entrenched management system in Japan, where you just can't really do anything yeah. without offending someone. Mm. Um, so managers weren't making the necessary decisions to keep the business alive. Gone did something rather radical. He cut 21,000 people from the workforce. Mm. He I've... auctioned <laughs> off... What do you can say there? That's not like the nicest chap. Just get rid of everyone. Get rid of everyone. Streamline How many it. should we get rid of? 21,000. Streamline what? it. He got rid of 21,000 people. <laughs> he auctioned off Nissan's prized aerospace division. He shut down five Japanese plants and severed ties with suppliers. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the Kairetsu system. Do you know what that is? Kairetsu? No. Uh, in Japan, a lot of big companies kind of work together closely. Right. And they share suppliers and resources and mm. profits and things. But uh, he broke that network system. He broke the Nissan Kairetsu up uh, and offended a lot of organizations in Japan when you've got a company you work with keeping that relationship is the priority above every, yeah. anything else and that's why a lot of companies do go under why a lot of Japanese companies have suffered too nice. over the years they've been too nice they've They're had just those not relationships businesses. to be you know to be successful in business sometimes you do have to be a bit cutthroat Especially that's how all of the businesses in the world work you know what I mean they're quite cutthroat effectively quite, like, if that's not, if my bottom line isn't being wet wet get rid 
been it. Well, I suspect that's why a lot of Japanese companies over the years, you know, in the 90s, everything was Japanese. You know, mm. Sharp, Panasonic, Toshiba, Sony. Mm. And now kind of South Korean and Chinese companies have taken over because they're a bit more competitive, a lot yeah. more cutthroat. Mm. I like the, the Japanese business way of doing things is lovely in an ideal world. Let's all be friends and work together for happiness. But it's, it just doesn't work. It's really successful, yeah. Car- Carlos going smashed that in half um, and did a thing that, you know, did this kind of plan that Japanese managers simply couldn't have done. Mm. Um, he defied etiquette by eliminating the seniority system, you know, with the age-based promotion system in yeah. Japan. You're in a company for life. If you work at Nissan from the age of 20, you're going to be there probably till 65, then retire as a manager, live happily ever after. I imagine he is the most hated man in, <laughs> in that business division. Well, he carried on. He changed the official language from Japanese to English. Right, yeah. The probably, global, probably sensible. Globalised business. Mm. Uh, and he gained the nickname Lecoste Killer. Lecoste Killer. I don't know if... Yeah, there you go. You've captured the French accent better than I ever did. <laughs> Lecoste Killer. But, remarkably, 1999, Nissan posted a net loss of $6.4 billion, a huge loss, in 2000. One year later... 12 months into his plan, his three-year plan, he had turned a net profit of $2.7 billion. He turned it around He must have time. sold a lot of aerospace. He probably <laughs> must, have, must have been a few he billion. He basically just sold the aerospace division. <laughs> Nevertheless, that was quite an impressive turnaround in such a short space of time. And it wasn't a short-term change. You know, From there on, Nissan quickly became the industry's most profitable automaker. Hmm. Um, and he started winning loads of awards. So impressed... And surprised um, was everyone in Japan that Nissan had turned around under his tenure that they actually made an anime series about him. Right. Um, what was it called? The True Life of Carlos Ghosn is what it was called. God knows who bought Weird. it. Weird. Um, it's a superhero manga series made about his life and how he turned Nissan around. Mummy, I want to be Carlos Ghosn, <laughs> the cutthroat businessman. Well, up until a few years ago, that would have been great. So it all took a turn. We'll yeah. get to that in a minute. Um, but, you know, his defiance of... Japanese corporate values impressed many, pissed off quite a lot of people as well. Um, but throughout most of the 2000s, he was on these top 10 lists. He was often the most powerful businessman in the car industry. In 2004, uh, he received the prestigious Blue Ribbon Medal from Emperor Akihito. Is it, this is a no businessman who are ruthless in Japan. Yeah. A man who just comes in, cuts costs, gets rid of a lot of the workforce and just goes, Look, can we just run this like a business, please? <laughs> Can we just run this like every other business in the world? Because the globalisation, everyone has to work together. You have to be competitive. It's not just about Japan. Let's just have a business. And that's why if you went to Japan and became a businessman, you would win. Yeah. You could change things. Cutthroat popcorn salesman in uh, He went Akihabara. downing beer in the corner. <laughs> um, in 2006, he was made an honorary knight commander of the Order of the British Empire. Oh, I didn't even know that was a still a thing. No. The British Empire. Well, they hand them out for anything. <laughs> uh, and then in 2017, as CEO, uh, he kind of stepped down and retired to Brazil to live a happy retirement, live happily ever after. Ooh. Except he didn't, did he? Because in November 2018, as his private jet landed at Haneda Airport, he was arrested, thrown in jail, and the last year he's been at the very forefront of white-collar crime in Japan. There's not a day that I've not heard his name. There's not a day that I've not seen a newspaper article about him. And it is an interesting story Mm. that culminated most recently, just the other week, with him escaping Japan. And now I'll hand it over to you, Pete. What do you know? Uh, Well, I follow NHK and a couple of other (laughs) Japanese news sources online, and they are obsessed with this story. I mean, it must be like David Beckham getting arrested. or, or, Or like, who's the virgin guy? Richard uh, Branson. Richard Branson, like Richard Branson getting arrested. I suppose. I mean, Carlos Ghosn was always held up as this great businessman who'd done mm. wonderful things. And yeah. to be honest, to be fair, he did. Mm. But then it sounds like greed got the better of him. Right. So he got arrested 19th November 2018. Uh, just two or three days later, 
Nissan's board dismissed him as the chairman of Nissan, um, and he was accused of underreporting earnings and misusing company assets. Uh, at first, they had these lots of conspiracies popped up. Mm. They said that uh, they wanted to oust Carlos Ghosn because he was overseeing both Renault and Nissan at the time, and Renault had a 36% stake in Nissan that they bought back in the late 90s. Mm. Um, but by this point, Nissan was much more profitable and successful. Nissan was a bit resentful towards the French company Renault for having so much power and influence on their organisation. And Ghosn, I think he wanted to bring the companies together more, it was reported. Um, but then it turned out that Ghosn had actually spent a lot of money in a way that he probably shouldn't. Like he had report, Reports started coming out that he had spent $18 million of company money on his houses in Rio de Janeiro, mm. Beirut, Paris... And Amsterdam, quite a lot of houses for one man, admittedly. Yep. He'd been charging family expenses, uh, renovating his home at a cost of $15 million with Nissan money. That's a lot. In the US, he paid $16 million to settle charges of financial fraud after concealing more than $90 million of compensation for public from public disclosure. And finally, Renault, the French company, stood by him for the first month or two. And then finally, they dropped him <laughs> as chairman and CEO in January 2019 after unearthing $11 million, sorry, 11 million euros of questionable expenses. I can't get a train ticket expensed. Imagine that. 11 million euros. More impressive if they say it in yen as well. Ridiculous amounts of money. It is a lot of money. Amazing. And he got away with it. But, mm. you know, I, at first I got caught up in it when I was hearing all these conspiracies. Mm. It did sound like Gon had been set up. Um, his successor, whose name I can't recall, he had a Japanese successor, Nissan. He kind of instated. Right. Uh, put in position and then he stepped away from the position and CEO in 2017 and this guy ran it for a first year mm. it sounds it sounds like there was a bit of animosity between the two right okay um, but so nevertheless he's... they unearthed a lot of things about Carlos Ghosn during that year mm. I suspect he knew Carlos Ghosn was doing things that were questionable would Carlos Ghosn just be sort of like um, look I turned your bloody place around I turned your company around if I want an expense for a meal deal at Marks and Spencer's <laughs> or the co-op I should be allowed to. Perhaps. And maybe that's acceptable, but not when we're talking tens of millions of dollars. Come on. Uh, that's chump yeah, change. Being a bit greedy now. Chump change, being man. Being a bit greedy. Chump change. Um, but there was, it was said that, you know, Carlos Ghosn got buggered for this, mm. but no one, none of the Japanese board members did. Right, okay. So there was some people saying, well, this is a little bit dodgy. Mm. Is it because he's foreign that he's getting, you know, mm. he's being set up for this? Or the, or the student has decided to be ruthless and take on the master and take him down. Effectively, yeah, 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 his mentor. Um, so, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of dodgy things at play here, but it does sound like he genuinely did steal lots of money. The mm. fact that he was um, prosecuted in the US, Renault in France prosecuted him, and now as well in Japan, it feels mm. like, you know, there's only, it seems pretty clear. The net sort of closed in exactly. on him a little bit. Exactly. Mm. So at first I thought, oh, it's a conspiracy, they're just setting up the foreign guy. Full. And a lot of foreigners kind of supported him. They were like, oh, you know, Japan's justice system is a little bit dodgy. It has a, like a 99% conviction rate, right? Yeah. If you're indicted for something, there is no defence. You're basically st stuffed. Mm. I mean, the difference between you get a parking ticket or, you know, if you're arrested <laughs> for on a public drunkenness or something, probably different to embezzling. They, take, they, they do take corporate things very seriously mm. in Japan. If you've lost money for the company in a questionable way, it's fine. But if, you, if you're seen to be like enriching yourself mm. using the company, mm. it's seen as being very bad, especially in a collectivist society like Japan, where everyone's kind of seen to be pulling together to mm. work as a team. If you've got one person overstepping the mark, being quite individualistic and enriching themselves using the assets of a company, it's seen as a very serious thing. They should meet our, uh, our leaders <laughs> in the West. <laughs> All of our leaders in the West. Well, there you go. That. I mean, 
that's Gone's story. But then what's most interesting about Gone is uh, what happened next. Do you know what happened next? He was going in 50 seconds. Hey. 60 seconds. He was, he was got... Was <laughs> Carlos. Where's Carlos gone? What? Where's Carlos gone? Oh, I, gone. Remember, I remember saying it on, trending on Twitter. Mm. Carlos gone. Nice. Hey. nice. My good friend Yuki. Carlos gone. He, Yuki yeah. Kira. Um Yes, Carlos gone for the whole year. A lot of people are quite sympathetic to him because it is quite mm. a tough system. He was there... He wasn't indicted for 23 days. He'd walk out the jail. He'd walk out the prison. Get re They'd be like, oh, we're arrested again now, Carlos. Back right. in. And he'd go back in, do it all over again. He couldn't talk to his wife. He couldn't talk to his family mm. um, because he's an incredibly powerful man with lots of money and lots of contacts. Like He, right. he asked um, Macron, Emmanuel Macron in France, who's friends with the president of France, mm. to try and lobby Shinzo Abe, the uh, prime minister of Japan at a G, G20 summit, a G7 summit. Um, like clearly didn't work but he was using <laughs> he was leveraging his powerful contacts to try and get out of it mm. but they weren't having it um, and you know a lot of people said maybe they're being a bit too unfair on him but again it depends on if you think he's guilty or not I suppose yeah. but anyway on December 30th Carlos gone he randomly popped up in <laughs> Lebanon like you do what and he'd escaped Japan and I oh, I mate. saw a, like an interview of the um, his defence in Japan and they were shocked. He had, he had quite a strong defence. He had one of the best defence lawyers in all of Japan. Mm. Uh, and he, he was like, wait, what? He's gone. They're like, yeah, Carlos is gone. He's in Lebanon now. Like, what? <laughs> we're supposed to be defending him next Tuesday. I got so excited. I hiccuped. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, he, he escaped. Um, and there was a lot of questions. How? How mm. did such a famous individual get out of Japan? Sling his hook. Now, there were some rumours, which I like. I don't know if they're true or not. Um, they're yet to be proven, I think. That a some sort of traditional Lebanese art band, some orchestra, went round his house because this point he'd been on bail. Yeah, I think it was a big bail. We're talking like ten million dollars bail. Right, big bail. Yeah, yeah. So he was. Yeah. So there was the assumption. Well, he wouldn't skip on that. Well, he had to. He had to. Um, he had to give up his shares, didn't he, in the company? I believe while so. While he was yeah. uh, as as bail, so he ain't yeah. gonna get them back. Um, yeah. And some, I think some some sort of orchestra went to his house. Mm. He's back home in his big mansion. Um, they went round there to perform music for him. And then they smuggled him out in a cello case or something. Hmm. Got out in a music case. Uh, no, now, that, I don't know that, if that's, that's true That's the fascinating thing, though, that's the That's the bit that well, I hope's true, but probably isn't. Well, they sort of say it's, it was either that or he walked out because it was seen on CCTV walking out. So probably the latter, to be honest. Oh, we've seen, we've seen, was he? he was, yeah, but, right. uh, but apparently uh, an employee of the company falsified documents so he could get on his private jet. Mm. And it's like, if you're like not going through airport security and you know, you've got your own plane and stuff like that, it's so much easier to get around, isn't it? It so is, yeah. much easier to get but around. You still, you know, if you're flying out on a jet, you still need to show your passport. Apparently mm. he had a French passport on his person oh, when he was getting out. Cool. Um, but yeah, somehow he got out of his apartment, which was being it was under heavy lockdown at the time, mm. snuck out of his apartment, got in a car, drove to Haneda Airport. No, I think he drove to Osaka. Kansai Airport. Right. Got on a private jet, flew to Turkey. At Turkey, he switched planes and flew to Lebanon. Oh. And Lebanon doesn't have a um, agreement with Japan. Right. Yeah, you can't extradite um, Carlos Ghosn from Lebanon. So it looks like he's safe. Oh. So if you like Carlos Ghosn, yeah, a happy ending. If you like justice, <laughs> oh no. Justice, justice not delicious. Justice not delicious. It's, 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 <laughs> yeah, it's bad. It's, um, it shows that if you have enough money and contacts, you can get out of a lot of things and mm. um, presumably he would have had help I think I read that he had some help from some paramilitary chaps who had some experience in the fields of uh, getting out abductees and things and um, they helped him get out um, 
but you know, he had a lot of money to be able to get those private jets set up. To there fly will across. be a fantastic uh, book written about this. There'll be a fantastic film written about this. Fantastic. Absolutely. But I do Love feel a bit it. sorry for Japan uh, because it was a bit humiliating <laughs> that he got away so effort so effortlessly it appears, yeah. and now has escaped justice. Um, and there's nothing they can do about it. They put out a um, a red was it a red warrant on Interpol, mm. the international police oh, organization. But Interpol doesn't really have any power. Mm. I think it might be able to stop him from going into certain countries that abide by the rules. But uh, yeah, he, he's escaped basically, mm. and now Japan has to pick up the pieces. I, I I read that they're gonna have a crackdown on people having bail, which really yeah. sucks. Fuck you, Carlos, Carlos Gain for ruining it for everyone else. <laughs> um, but yeah, I um. I'm looking forward to hearing his story, though, and hearing how he got out. Mm. Um, I think, yeah, I think it's a bit of a shame that he got away. He got away because the more I read into it, the more it definitely sounded like he'd done some rather shady things. Yeah, and he did need to accept a few. Just because you've saved a company and you're the chairman and CEO, it doesn't give you the right to just treat the company like it's your own kingdom mm. and steal tens of millions of dollars to build houses and buy houses across Rio de Janeiro and France and. Lebanon, you know. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of people on the Interpol's red notice. Uh, you're website. on there, yeah. You're on there, right? There's some. Oh no, I'm not on there, but I'm just saying that there's. You should be. I'm just saying that if I was, you wouldn't be able to find me because there's just so <laughs> many. There's just so many people here. What do you think about Carlos Gomez, Mr. Donaldson? I don't know. I think I mean you'd usually sort of say, oh, you know, he stole a lot of money, or, or you know, obviously he's accused of stealing a lot of money. Isn't that terrible? But then uh, presumably he's all the. So you'd sort of say, oh, and, and loads of people will lose their jobs because of that loss of money. But he'd clearly fired everyone before that. So, Well, <laughs> so unfortunately for Nissan, much... Nissan's mm. fortunes have gone down. They've, um, I think they posted a loss or they're, they're, you know, Nissan's going back down again. Mm. Um, so a lot of people feel like, oh, yeah, without Carlos going, Nissan's stuffed. Their mm. future's not so looking so bright now. But yeah, it's a difficult one. Mm. Very interesting, though. Difficult, but a real meaty story to get your teeth into. This is coming. This podcast coming out on Thursday, um, just a few hours ago. By the time this podcast has come out, he will have done his press conference from the comfort of his Lebanon estate, mm. uh, talking about how he got out, why he got out, um, and his justification for it. He claims that you know the justice he received in Japan wasn't you know wasn't legal or wasn't right. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, keep an eye out for that. I think it'll be an interesting story. Definitely. But there you go. Now you are. Basically, an expert on Carlos Ghosn. Thank you. I'm glad. I, I'm glad I can now do a uh, like a CNN interview about what I know about Carlos Ghosn. Perfect. <laughs> do it. He was in the music box. And this week's Speedy Japanese section. Ooh. We've brought it back for 2020. Mm. Speedy Japanese, mm. much loved by all. Uh, refers to Carlos Ghosn. Yeah. I'll teach you some words, some phrases. Okay. Lebanon. What's Lebanon in Japanese? Maybe it's Lebanon. It's just, I mean, it's just as simple as that, really. Reb- Do you say Lebanon? Lebanon. Lebanon. Kind of like in between L and R. Lebanon. 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 All right. What is the verb to escape? Oh, I've not got a bloody clue. Nigeru. 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 Yeah, and to flee is nigedasu. Nigedasu. It's interesting. Nigeru is to escape, right? Dasu means to put out. And often in Japan, you kind of combine two verbs into one. So nigedasu means to kind of flee. To escape and get out. So you'd say, Lebanon ni nigedashita. Nigedashita. He has gone. Gonsan wa Lebanon ni nigedashita. Or Lebanon ni nigedashitai. Would that work? You want to escape. I want to escape to Lebanon. Yeah, you can say that. Yeah, cool. There you go. Sorting it out, mate. But I often use nigeru. I don't know. I find that a good verb. Nigeru. 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 To escape. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Um, now, to the fax machine. Hello. What have we got fax this machine. week? Um, there you go. Hey, Chris. Hey, Donny. Greetings from New Zealand. Uh, next year, I'm taking a school exchange to Shinagawa, Tokyo. I love the podcast. I love the videos. I listen to your podcast while studying for my N5 JLPT test, which I think I should probably do N1 this year. Mm. Um, two questions for you guys. What activities activities do you recommend around the Shinagawa area? Secondly, I'm a vegetarian and I've heard that being a vegetarian in Japan is very difficult to maintain. Um, I'm thinking of going to the dark side, eating meat when I go. Is this advice for a person like me? What are your thoughts on my dilemma? Sayonara. Sayonara, I can't pronounce today. Um, <laughs> from Stanley Long in Auckland. What do you reckon, Pete? Um, well, up until very recently, there was that beautiful um, Kowloon Wall City themed yeah, It's gone now. Arcade. It's gone on, now. Move on. Annoying. Um, Shinagawa. What did I do there? What did I do there? I don't think there's a great deal in Shinagawa, to be it's honest. It's one of the sort of places that you think there isn't. There'll be like a couple of bars. Go, I can't have a drink. There's, yeah, <laughs> honestly, I don't really know about It's like a Tokyo Ward, I do know it, really? Sony's based there. Oh. If you want to go and look at Sony. Cool. Go and look at the Cube. Sony's in the kind of cube building. Right, okay. Cool. Is that the whole is that their whole um That's their world their, their global HQ. Right, okay. Maybe if you hang around the front of Sony, you can get the secrets to the new PlayStation. Mm. Just ask the employees. <laughs> What's going on? Tell me. Get yourself to um, a brew pub. But Shinigawa is quite close to um it's on the it's on the um, Yamanote line. Mm. What I would do is hop on the Yamanote line, go two with two stops, I think, to um Shinbashi. Mm. Um, a bit further in and there's a lot more going on there there's lots of great bars and pubs and things and restaurants I love Shinmashi mm. um, so yeah just get, get on the train go there instead smashing get out of Shinagawa and know. as for turning vegetarian 
out of convenience, going to the dark side, as you put it. Don't do that. You don't have to do that. There's other <laughs> alternatives. You could eat fish. Oh, wait, no. No. <laughs> um, what can you do, Pete? Um, well, I I'm Vegetarian in Japan. Mm, it's it's I'm not the best guy to ask this. A lot of ramen. A lot of ramen. Yeah, but no. Vegetarian but, ramen. Uh, I suppose Sometimes they use fish stock and chewing, but just, just. Can you have fish stock if you're a vegetarian? Don't get upset. Just don't get upset if it goes wrong. I about it. honestly, I don't know really. There's mm. um, I mean, there's a good ve- there's a good vegan restaurant called Tea's Tun Tun in Tokyo <laughs> Station. I often Tease drop in there uh, and try and trick myself into thinking it's healthy because there's no meat, mm. even though it's incredibly salty and <laughs> really unhealthy ramen, <laughs> but lovely. Tea's Tun Tun, it's a really nice place. Um, you find vegetarian restaurants are becoming more frequent throughout Japan. Mm. I think we'll address this another day, but um, go to Tea's Tun Tun, get out of Shinagawa. That's my thoughts on that, Stanley. Uh, and the last question is from... Uh, I'm trying to find it. Do you have it, Pete? I don't actually know, but I'll, uh, I'll happily fill. Oh, I've got it. It's Georgia from Spain. Hi, okay. Chris and Pete. Big fan of the YouTube channel and the podcast. I'm moving to Japan in autumn, and they're keeping me focused and excited for the big move. Um, I have a question I'm not sure you can help me with, as I know you're both fans of the old alcoholic beverage. Pete Dawson in particular. How rude. I don't I drink. I don't drink for health reasons, and I'm a little worried... I'm going to be like a rare unicorn in Japan, as it seems that everyone drinks. Alcohol seems a big part of the culture and social scene, and I'm worried I might have to refuse a complimentary drink and offend someone or be in a scenario where my limited Japanese can't explain why I don't want to drink. Am I going to be a total social outcast if I order juices at bars? Am I going to struggle to make friends? Any advice you can give me or phrases I could learn would be great. Thanks a lot, Georgia from Spain. Two words or one word, Georgia. Mocktail. Mocktail. Mocktails, get cocktails that have no alcohol in. That's have my new favourite thing. Have a cup of tea. Cup of a, tea. Oh, well, not a cup of tea. Can't I'm stand in a, a bar with a cup of tea. Just a cup of tea. You'll be thrown out on the street. There's a cup of tea, love. Uh, have no, a mocktail. Have a mocktail. I love mocktails. All the fun of a cocktail Ducktails. without alcoholic Ooh. guilt. <laughs> no, I don't. People don't judge. <laughs> I've got this photo of my phone come up with your face. Oh, on. hello. Um, people don't judge you in Japan for not drinking alcohol. Mm. Um. It's quite all right. Don't worry about it. It's not going to stand in the way of anything. I drink alcohol because it helps me let my hair down sometimes. Mm. I try not to drink as much as I used to. Uh, two or three drinks is enough for me. Uh, and I like sake. I like the taste of sake. Yeah. You know. But no, honestly. It stops the voices, man. It's not going to get in the way of a trip, Georgia, or anybody. Don't yeah. worry about it. It'll be fun. And if you want to go and get a non-alcoholic drink, the what do you know what the phrase is for non-alcoholic drink? Uh, no, I don't actually. What is it? I can't remember. <laughs> I should know that. Uh, I think did you write it down for this I very email? I did not. I think it's literally like no, 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 Yeah, I mean, no, alcohol. Yeah, just go. No, no booze for me, please. Done. Do you? Um, I wonder if um, they're doing it for health reasons. Do they come out with like like a red rash if they drink any alcohol? Who? Some people do. Well, real true. Really? If he drinks oh. any alcohol, he turns into a strawberry. Big red man. There you go. Oh, I see. But there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, as always, many thanks for joining us on this week's podcast. We'll be back same time to do it next week. Uh, but for now, keep the stories, comments, questions coming into a Born Japan podcast. Have a great week. See you next Thursday. Play the music. I love that song. I forgot then. You forgot the music. I know. This is terrible, the song. Oh. <laughs> uh... Never on
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 